I'm excited about. Uh, hey, Dave, can I get a mic right here? Can I get a mic right there on the floor? Uh, you know, uh, romance for dummies. You know, when I was asked to do this class, I think like everyone else, you probably would, you know, what in the world are we going to talk about? we only been married a couple of years here. But the thing that I, I, I really thought about, I says, you know, suppose I took Sarah out on a date, you know, and the next morning, one of my friends would come and he would ask me, he'd say, Joe, well, what did you do last night? So I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to get involved, amen? And so the next morning when he said, what did you do last night? Uh, yeah, I want you guys to guess which response was my response, okay? Okay, this is the first response. I said, we went out to Chris and, uh, I mean, Ruth and Chris, and it was great. I had a sweet-tasting steak with all the trimmings. It was good. And Sarah tried to steal a piece, but I said, oh, no, it's all mine. Then we went to a movie. A bit of a chick flick, but, you know, Sarah liked it. We stopped by Starbucks and, uh, for a coffee and a latte. And then we were home with Bound. You know. But that's the first response. Now, this is my second response. He asked me, How did, what did you do last night? And I, I told him, I say, hey man, I had such a romantic night with Sarah last night. I took her out for a candlelight dinner. The ambiance was perfect. Casting long glazes, gazes at each other. You know, we nibble on choice odors. Lost in our love, we were one. You know, we were one. Then off to the movies. Not one of the best I've seen, but it didn't matter. It was nice just to be with the one I love. And it didn't really matter. You know, it was great just to have some uninterrupted time. Some great quality time that we spent together. I feel so close to her now. So, think about it. Which response? How many people over here say number one? Okay. How many of you guys say number one? Okay. Does anybody say number two? <laughs> well, it looks like the, the, the ones have it. And you're right. That was my response because I'm a guy. You know, I'm, I'm just a straight-up guy. <laughs> you know, the point is, romance is a vital thing for the lives and the parts of a female. And men, if rarely we ever say things like, oh, how romantic. <laughs> if you say things like that, maybe we want to talk to you a little bit after. <laughs> because... Because most men don't have that high romantic need. We don't have that. But our wives, they do. They have that need. God has created wives 
with this built-in need, and he created husbands to meet it. You know, as men, we are naturally wired, and this is how we're wired. We have the desire for battle. We love to fight. We have the desire to be adventurous. And we love to rescue the beauty. We love to rescue. We love doing that. You know, that's what we do. But by romancing our wives, we meet a greater need than we can imagine. You know what we become when we romance our wives? We become the hero. And that's awesome. You know, because I want to just inspire the husbands today. I want to inspire you to romance your wife. Because I know if you don't romance your wife, somebody else will. Somebody else will. You know, there's always other guys waiting and ready to rescue them. So today, guys, I want us to protect our wives. I want us to look out for them. Today, we want to look at romance very simply today. We want to look at it as this. This is a, this is, this is a, we're going to have three points, but I really want this to kind of sink in with you guys today. We want to look at romance as taking notice and acting for the benefit of another. Just taking notice and then acting for the benefit of another. When we look, for, look at romance from this angle, it doesn't become, you know, gender dominant. Because most of the time when we think about that, that's where it is. You know, we always think that, well, romance is just for women. But not today. We want to be able to see it from a men's perspective and a woman's perspective. And we want to enjoy it. When taking place, when romance is taking place, it's loved by the husband as well as the wife. You know, Sarah and I, we agree that the weight of romance lies on the shoulders of the men, of the husbands. It does. It really lies on his, on his shoulders. But at the end of this class, we don't want men to be looking like dummies and the wives looking like experts. Because there's both a masculine side and there's also a feminine side to romance. So to keep us engaged today, I got a special treat for you. You know, I, I, I called some couples last week and I said, you know what? What is something I was, Sarah and I was thinking, we were riding in the car, we were thinking, I said, what, is, what is it that we can do to just to inspire people today? Because this is only going to go for so long, right? Then once you walk out those doors, you're on your own, baby. <laughs> you're going to have to perform. Because that's what a wife is looking forward to. That's what a husband is looking forward to. So to keep you engaged in the romantic mode today, we're going to have some couples to read some passages from Song of Songs. You know, we Song of Songs can get pretty deep in there. Don't mess around and have no four or five different type of passages. I'm talking different, you know, translations. You know, if you read the Message Bible, man, I, I was like, whoo, that was hot running back. I read Sarah some of this, she was like, it was on and cracking. I love it. 
I loved it. And so right now what we're going to do, we're going to have a couple come up, Brandon, Charlene, Gifford, and they're going to read a passage for us. Are you just turning around? Just so you know, I'm doing this under duress. So. <laughs> Kiss me full on the mouth. Yes, for your love is better than wine, headier than your aromatic oils. The syllables of your name murmur like a meadow brook. No wonder everyone loves to say your name. Take me away with you. Let's run off together. An, elope, um, an elopement with my king lover. We'll celebrate. We'll sing. We'll make great music. Yes, for your love is better than vintage wine. Everyone loves you. Of course. Why not? Tell me where you're tending your flocks, where you let them rest at noontime. Why should I be the one left out, outside the orbit of your tender care? Uh, <laughs> Come on. If you can't find me, lovelies of all women, it's all right. Stay with your flocks. Lead your lambs to good pasture. Stay with your shepherd neighbors. You remind me of Pharaoh. You remind me of Pharaoh's well-groomed satany mares. Pen earrings line the elegance of your cheeks. Strands of jewels illuminate the curve of your throat. Wow. I'm making jewelry for you. Gold and silver jewelry that will mark and accent your beauty. Oh. Amen. Uh-huh. Open your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Our first point this is not too hard, it can be done. In Philippians chapter 4, In verse 13, the Bible reads, it says, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Romance can be done when you put it in God's hands. It can be done, it can be done perfectly when it's in God's hands. It would be nice if romancing your wife or romancing your spouse where it's simply as buying flowers or you're just getting a box of candy. Or you're cooking a man a man of steak. The reality is that every woman and every man have their own unique tastes, they have their own unique likes and dislikes. Even if those, you know, who love steak, even if those who love flowers, who loves candy, You can only do that so often before it starts to get real old. See, there's wisdom 
and getting to know your spouse, discovering what really ticks them off, discovering what they get excited about, discovering what tickles their fancy. What was a dream date for you 10 years ago won't be the same today. That date won't trip their trigger today. What we need to do is stay updated. If you really want to learn how to be more, be more romantic, you want to be more romantic to your spouse, the first thing, you can't try to recreate the romantic wheel. You need to be creative. There are two types of creativity that I've, that I've learned in the 44 years I've, I've been married. The first one is being have a resourcefulness, being very resourceful, or reproduction. Those are the two things. The resourceful spouse creates an experience from scratch. And what they do, they tailor-make it just for a wife or a husband. The replica spouse uses other people's ideas, and they make them their own. You know what they say. Steal from one, they call it plagiarism. You steal from many, they call it research. <laughs> Go ahead and write that one down, bro. But what I want you to do is put forth the effort to be resourceful from time to time. Your original endeavors will speak volumes to your spouse. I know that it does for Sarah. It speaks volumes to her when I do something just I've never done before. You know, your unique idea spells out that you are in tune with what she likes. Brothers, you know, I'll ask this question. If this, you know, just talking about this, kind of, you know, you get, man, I'm sweating bullets, man. I might have to create something here. You know, if you feel like that right now, you know, take heart. Because some guys are more creative than others, right? You know, so don't be afraid to glean ideas from others. Sometimes it's just the guy that's sitting next to you. Man, what did you and your wife do last night? Or what did you guys do? I heard you went on a date. What did you guys do? You know, like Joe said, you can have great ideas. You can ask other uh, sisters, uh, you know, some great things to do. You can get advice. And I'm just, just going to share something about what Joe did. Um, Don't embarrass me, honey. <laughs> Don't embarrass me. Honey. We were going to uh, get away exactly like this one. And so um, he got together with a brother um, that was a massage therapist. And um, he actually went and took a little class. And the brother taught him some pressure points, you know. And so... Um, <laughs> and so um, this was also a surprise for me. But anyway, when we get to the hotel, um, I mean, that room is really laid out. It has the candles, scented. Um, the music was low, very mellow. And, um, I mean, everything was just beautiful. And um, so he had a robe, so I put a robe on. And, and um, he gave me the most incredible massage. And the brother said, if you do it right... <laughs> This is what's going to happen. And so... <laughs> right. Yeah, right. 
Say the right, bro. And it went way beyond. Yeah, he did it right. And the brother says, man, if you are doing it right, guess what? She's going to fall asleep. <laughs> and it was right. He did it right. <laughs> I fell asleep. But as the evening progressed, he actually did it right. <laughs> yes, that was a great night. One, one that I remember. I didn't know you could do that. Oh, I can't talk about that. That's right. But yeah, I think, you know, there's no harm in getting suggestions and advice. I appreciate Sarah. She really loves to do things that, that just make me freak out, you know? Like, what is that, you know? But it's, it's, it's some great things, you know? You know, I, I just love having, spending a great time with her. Uh, she is very creative, you know? You know, I, I remember when she she came and uh, she took me out to dinner. And so after dinner, I thought, okay, well, maybe we'll catch a movie or something going home. But she did. She said, you know what? I got this blindfold. And so she put this blindfold on me. She said, I'm taking you somewhere. I said, oh, man, first I got a little nervous. <laughs> because I've never been blindfolded before. And so she blindfolded me. And then she took me to this hotel room. And and so when I when I got to the hotel she kinda of walked me in and, and you know she said, No, no, I got you, I got you, honey, you know, just be Stevie Wonder for a little bit. <laughs> I, I got you. And so she brings me in and, and so she opens the room. I c I can get the aroma from the room, man. It's my favorite, man, you know, my favorite scent and and uh and she said, Okay, you can take the blindfold off now. And I remember removing that blindfold and looking, man, all these balloons and, man, I'm talking flowers. I said, this for me? I was like, wow. She is very creative. She is very creative. I appreciate you, honey. I really think that's awesome. You know? But you know, guys, I'm going to tell you, you know, husbands, wives, if you're not a poet... And you stumble over your words. You know what I'm saying? You know, well, that's what they got Hallmark for. <laughs> Break down and buy a card, okay? You can do that. So the next couple I want to have come up and read is Darren and Karen Candace. <laughs> you know, that's Darren, that's Darren and Karen right there. All right, we'll be reading from uh, Song of Songs, chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, and chapter 7, 9 through 12. You're so beautiful, my darling, so beautiful, and your dove eyes are veiled. By your hair, as it flows and shimmers, like a flock of goats in the distance. Yeah, that's good stuff. Streaming down the hillside in the sunshine. Your smile is generous and full, expressive and strong and clean. Your lips are jewel red, your mouth elegant and inviting, your veiled cheeks soft and radiant. The smooth, lithe lines of your neck command notice. All heads turn in awe and admiration. Yes, and yours are too. My love kisses flow from his lips to mine. I am my lover, and I am all he wants. 
I'm all the world to him. Come, dear lover, let's tramp through the countryside. Let's sleep at some wayside inn. Then rise early and listen to bird song. Let's look for wildflowers in bloom, blackberry bushes blossoming white, fruit trees festooned and cascading flowers. And there I'll give myself to you, my love to your love. Woo! Girl, I got a fan of that here. I'm getting a little warm. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, guys. The opportunities are, uh, that we have for romance are practically limitless. We just need to seize the romantic moment. Just seize it. See, romance is like that. See, it can happen anytime and anywhere. That's what I love about it. Romance can happen without planning. You know, these spontaneous moments can be powerful. More powerful than a thousand dollars spent on a gift or a trip. Sometimes it's as simple as noticing your spouse. You know, just noticing that, you know, I don't know with Sarah, just noticing that she's had a hard day. I said, don't worry about it, honey. Just let me take you out to dinner tonight. Romance can be as simple as that. Or just understanding that, you know what, hey, my husband, he worked hard today. Understanding, you know, hey, just let me, honey, let me just massage you today. Simple as that. You know, sometimes for a woman, it's just telling her, baby, you look good in that outfit. <laughs> as simple as that. That's what romance is. As simple as that. You're looking good. And for a man, it sometimes is, honey, you look pretty good in that shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, honey. Thank you. you know, I wore this thing out, and I wore it every day. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what romance is. You know, for a woman, it's, it's, it's just being beautiful, and for a man, it's just being, it's just awesome. Go ahead, Like just said, you know, Funky Louie is awesome. Um, you know, sometimes what we do, I mean, my husband loves music, and I love to dance. And, um, I mean, I'm in the kitchen cooking, and George has come in the room, and, I mean, we're dancing, and he'll take me swerve. I mean, we, it's a great time. I mean, it, don't have to, it doesn't have to be a planned time to go out. I mean, you can just do it right there in your kitchen. Um, another thing that I love is uh, deer hunting. My husband loves hunting, but we hadn't hunted out in a long time. And so just to be with Joe, I'll go. And I'm telling you what, while I'm walking, I'm looking for bugs and everything. <laughs> and he'll say, honey, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Uh, but just spending that time together, you know, is great. And I know he loves me being there. And uh, fishing. Mm. I love fishing. Uh, we'll rent a boat. And We'll rent a boat and we'll go out to the lake and we'll just sit there. Even if you're not catching any fish, it's just fun. <laughs> just, being, just being together. I mean, we sleep, eat, and we fish. I mean, Joe, he's in the boat. He'll sleep. I'll fish. And we'll wake up. And he'll wake up. We'll eat a little lunch and we'll talk. And that is the most romantic time for me, for us, is when we're just spending time together. And, uh, and it's nothing like spending time with your spouse, and especially when it's fun. Because my husband is a really fun guy. Mm. Hey, and I didn't even pair to say that. <laughs> you know, the thing that I love about just being with Sarah, and Sarah just loves being with me. 
You know, every stroke of romance paints a picture. So be wise in the way that you paint, okay? Because we can't rely on spontaneous moments always. But, you know, the art of romance is a beautiful thing. You know, I want you guys to really just think about it a second here. I want you to think about just spending the best time of your life with each other and what that looks like. See, when these times happen, it's, it's to me, it's like a single stroke of a great painting, a beautiful work of art. Each individual marks comes together to paint a stunning picture. When romance is done that way, it's important. It is so important. And when you paint this picture, what this picture does, it tells your wife that she is cherished. You're cherished. With this picture, it tells a husband, what it tells him is that he is appreciated. This says to your marriage that it is a real priority. I'm going to give you guys a little side note because I'm just, that's, that's me. I, I want to paint a great picture for Sarah, a great picture for her in my marriage. A little side note here is that this picture will also impact your, your children. It will impact your kids. And what I mean is this. It will give your kids a security of knowing that their mom and dad and their relationship is solid. When they see mom and dad romancing each other, they know that their relationship is solid. I can't point that out enough. It teaches your sons how to treat a woman and give them value. It sets the standards for your daughters, encouraging them not to settle for a guy who doesn't treat them right. This picture is important. In short, romance in the marriage is a critical part of the legacy that you will leave your children. It is so important. I am so thankful to be married to a woman like Sarah. I am because she helps me paint this portrait. Because our daughter, she just recently got married about three years ago, almost three years now. And she married a great guy. Tell you a little bit about her. She did not even date until she found the right guy. She saved herself. She was a virgin when she got married. She married another virgin. We had to kind of coach him. <laughs> Which kind of difficult with your parents, you know. <laughs> but, you know, they, they just started out great. It's the legacy that you leave when you paint this picture in romance. We're going to have a couple to come up now. And, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to you know, this, this couple means a lot to me. Chuck and Carol Bray. This is from Song of Solomon, chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. I have come into my garden, my sister, my bride, 
I've gathered my myrrh along with my balsam. I've eaten my honeycomb and my honey. I have drunk my wine and my milk. Eat, friends. Drink and imbibe deeply, O oh lovers. I was asleep, but my heart was awake. A voice, my beloved, was knocking. Open to me, my sister, my darling, my dove, my perfect one. For my head is drenched with the dew, my locks with the damp of the night. <laughs> I have taken off my dress. <laughs> How can I put it on again? I have washed my feet. How can I dirty them again? My beloved extended his hand through the opening, and my feelings were aroused for him. All right. Amen. Well, guys, our last point is... Leave what's behind and move towards what's ahead. In Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13, the Bible reads, It says, Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what's behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on to, towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. We press on. We got to press on not to remember what was in the past. Because it's easy to remember what's in the past. You know, Sarah, she's going to share a little bit about that, about the sisters, but because sometimes when that can happen, sisters can get stuck. Because brothers didn't do what they should have done at the beginning. But we leave what is behind. It is important to keep things fresh in our marriage, and in romance. Traditions also can bring a sense of romance. Rather than getting stuck in a rut, doing the same thing year after year, I'm going to really challenge you guys to find new ways to rekindle or enhance old traditions. I know I got some old traditions that, you know, I know on my birthday, you know, Sarah, gonna, she's going to cook me a good meal. I don't want to get rid of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to enhance it. I'm, instead of, you know, she cooking me, you know, my favorite, I'm just going to, you know, probably buy some, some wine this time from Trader Joe's, maybe. You know, kind of enhance it a little bit. I don't think the Thunderbird is going to work. But, but for example, I'm going to give you guys an example. For example, instead of giving your wife a dozen roses every year, because I know sometimes we can get stuck in that. Every year, you know, i got to run down the floors and i got to get this. It's my anniversary. i got to get these flowers. You know, instead of getting, you know, a dozen roses every year, what you can do is you can get one rose for each year that you've been married accessorized with a kiss. You know, it might get a little expensive after 25 years. Not only would she love it, not only would she love the flowers, but she also would be impressed that you actually remembered the number of years you've been married. <laughs> but brothers, I'm going to tell you this. Just don't get it wrong. <laughs> like Joe said, you know, we have to really keep it fresh. 
we've been married for 44 years, and you know, after being married for a long time, I mean, you can get into a rut. And so you have to make things, you know, a little bit better, make it really, I mean, what you did when you were like 20, you know, at 40 is a little bit different. You know, at 60, you know, the body start kind of breaking down a little bit. <laughs> but there are still a lot of great things that you could do. Um, and so we try to keep the marriage fresh. Um, you know, like Joe talked about cooking a birthday, a birthday dinner, and that, that's his favorite. But I just found out that my husband loves key lime pie. He's no longer sweet potato pie. He loves key lime. And so I went out and bought him a key lime pie. That's right. <laughs> you know, because that's something new. I didn't realize that, uh, that he loved key lime pie. But what we have to do, and I know some sisters, they come and they say stuff like, I remember a sister got a ring, and she was like, looking like, she thought she wanted that big diamond. And she was just like, you know, this is all I got is this. I mean, it was a nice ring. You know, we can't complain, you know. But we just have to, you know, uh, be thankful that we, we did get a ring. And so, um, like he said, we leave what's behind and we move forward. Mm -hmm. Maybe <laughs> you could afford that ring, maybe that big diamond ring maybe a long time ago. But now, you know, maybe you can only get that little because now you have children. And uh, <laughs> so we just have to uh, make sure that we're just being grateful for, you know, the little things that we get. We have to look ahead. Amen. I'm so thankful for Sarah because when she discovered that I love key lime pie, uh, she, she went out and that's what she bought me. I came home and the pie was there and, and I thanked her for it. And then I thanked her for it. And then I thanked her for it. And later on, I thanked her even more. <laughs> I really appreciate her so much and her thoughtfulness and the way that she really loves me. You know, as a husband, it's important to remember who our audience is. See, we want to help our wives to see how glad we are to have them as our partner. You know, young married brothers, let me help you out a little bit here, okay? You know, a romantic night out with your new bride, it's not the time to invite another brother to come along. <laughs> Let me just help you, because Sarah and I, we do this young marriage class that we have once a month, and you hear some stuff. Because this brother shared that, I was like blown away. You, you invited who? But that happens. You know, it's not a time, young. It's it's not a time, young brothers. You know, and I know a lot of guys are probably at the least, and you know, you know, you see your wife, and you come in. Hey, you hit on the butt. Good job, baby. Great job. Wait a minute now. Your wife might not like that. Okay. You know, I'm not saying that if she does like that, okay, do more. But if she don't like that. Because there's some things that I used to do with Sarah. I learned that, you know, Sarah just don't, that's not romantic to her. You know, and so I have to really change. But older brothers, you know, I know you like his business time. You know, but the thing is, it's a romantic night for our wives, even when we get older, it's not starting out by asking her, well, honey, you know what the night is, right? You know what, you know, hey, it's, it's Friday night. Treat your baby right, Dyke. It doesn't start out like that. 
a romantic night, you won't have a romantic night with that. You know, you just it just won't happen for you. You know, in young married sisters, you know, those footsies, you know, that one piece that you wear, I mean, they are cute, but that's not very romantic. <laughs> you know that one piece that I'm talking about with the look? No, we don't wear that. <laughs> and uh, more mature sisters, we don't wear, you know, those long, flannel cotton gowns that we normally like to put on. We don't wear that. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Joe... He just, sometimes he lays things out for me. Hey, you know, he wants me to put this particular outfit on. And that's, and I love that. But those are kind of things that we want to make that evening very special for our spouse. So, I appreciate that. So we want to meet all our spouses' needs. Amen. I appreciate Sarah with that too because when it comes to making romance special in the relationship, we are convinced that, you know, just the Nike slogan. That's what it is. Just do it. You know, just go ahead and do it. Because we're all busy. You know, we live in a world that everybody's busy. We understand that, that, but, you know, the surefire way to disaster in your relationship is not to sacrifice the time to make it happen. You know, don't wait until later. Start smart and start today. In conclusion, guys, we have a questionnaire. Uh, the brother's going to pass out to you. Um, I don't know if he's passed them out yet or not, but in this questionnaire, hopefully it will help some of the some of the husbands. I, I, I put this together for the husbands because I know that we need all the help we can get. Um, and, and as we pass this thing out, what, I won't go through it too much because it's pretty well self-explanatory. I love for you and your wife to do it tonight uh, when you get a little time, or you you just kind of work through it. Uh, but to experience powerful romance in your relationship, remember, it is not too hard. Just one per couple. You know, it's not too hard. It can be done. I need you to discover your spouse. Discover their likes and their dislikes. Know that you have the time to do everything. You know, make the most of every opportunity. You know, I, I still love to dance with Sarah when I hear something on the radio. I know... Don't let Atomic Dog come on the radio. Oh, my goodness. This girl go crazy. I started to buy that. But, you know, but I want you also to remember that you ought to, to paint a picture that tells your spouse that she's valued and he's valued. And then leave what's behind and move towards ahead. Don't get stuck in a rut. Enhance your traditions. Some great times together, I know it's going to be tonight. Enjoy each other, and we love you. Hey. Hey. How was your class? That's good. Really good. Good. All right. I got to go. Oh, listen, the parker said that the party's going to be over, too, so you can pick up the kids any time after that. Okay. All right. I'll see you later. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Nothing. He said goodbye, so, no, goodbye. <laughs> uh, what, what, what are you doing? Bye. Goodbye. I'm going golfing. Yeah, I know.
Oh, it's not fair. <laughs> you know, I love golf, and I don't get to golf very often. Sorry. Now, don't make me choose. It's not fair. It's probably gonna rain. Well, I think uh, coming off of what we just saw, and obviously uh, Joe and Sarah with what they share, the things that's, that's key is understanding how important your marriage is and prioritizing. I really want to commend each and every one of you for taking the time and obviously the finances that were involved in spending this time with us here this weekend, really understanding how important our marriages are.